The I Am Man podcast is produced by men for men. We are here to support men through their individual journeys to authentic and holistic manhood. We believe men play an essential role in securing the future of generations and deserve to be seen and heard. Our podcast is a safe space where men from all walks of life can come and process through life's challenges to become the best versions of themselves. Hey, what's up, everybody? I am so excited about what's happening today. I'm excited because we have two people, two guys that I am um, very big fans of, um, and their work speaks for themselves. Um, Tonight's podcast is all about creativity, embracing our creativity and being okay with it, and not just embracing our creativity, but owning it. And one of the reasons why I invited these two men is because they not only own their creativity, but their work has a signature on it. It's you can you can just tell when they do something, when they produce something that not only is it quality, not only is it excellence, but you look at it and you're like, yo, I know they did that. So I'm excited and my hope is for that all men, everyone um, who's listening uh, to this podcast and this webinar, that you would be encouraged, that you would be strengthened, that you would be that you would get the uh, mitigated goal. I hope I said that word right um, to own your creativity, to own your space. And so tonight it's going to be some of everybody i know who's listening so no matter if you're a rapper if you're a beautician if you're a singer if you are a a photographer or whatever you are i want you to say yo i'm creative and own it and unapologetically be the best version of yourself so further ado i'm going to introduce uh this first guy man his name is cam um and he is a graphic design artist that i just it you know i'm a graphic design artist myself and I, cam and i we've talked a little bit about uh the difference between what he does and what i do i do just enough to get by to be professional you know so my stuff doesn't look jank or you know but when i saw cam stuff i was like Yo, who is this guy? His eye for color, his eye for creativity, his eye uh, to put different concepts together blows my mind. Yo, welcome to the Iron Man podcast. Cam, how you doing, bro? What's going on, bro? What's going on, man? Now, listen, I really appreciate it. Um, dude, I, I admire you for this platform, and I'm so glad to be on here. Uh, with Jason, the Jason McCoy. Um, I don't think he knows how familiar I am with his work and what he does. Like, phenomenal. Just straight phenomenal. Um, your pictures are a uh, graphic designer's dream. So, shout out to you, my brother. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm here, man. Um, graphic designer. And it's, it's what I love to do, man. It's my passion. Um, so, Good yeah, stuff. It, well, welcome to the Iron Man podcast. Let's show him some love. I'm so excited. And oh man, this other guy who's on tonight, yo, I am legit a groupie. I'm a fan. Yo, I saved up my pennies for almost 10 years to get a photo shoot with this guy. And let me tell you, every penny saved was worth the experience. Man, this guy, his, 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 and he does so much more than just headshots, but he does, he, he makes, he makes, 
it's almost like this. Have you you heard, there's a saying that when you hear good singing, it makes you want to sing. And Ooh. if you you know, if you're a preacher, it makes you want to preach. But if you hear good preaching, but Jason is like that with with uh, graphic with graphics and producing images that are art. And man, they are second to none. And um, man, let me tell you, I've been for real talk. I've been saving my pennies for like 10 years wanting to meet with Jason and wanting to get a booking, uh, a, a shoot with him. And my wife last year surprised me with a photo shoot to Jason McCoy's uh, to Jason McCoy's. Uh, look, yo, I'm so starstruck. I'm stuttering over my words. But Jason's uh, studio, <laughs> and man, it, I was like a kid in a candy store. The experience was great. He's doing more than just photos. It's an entire experience. And when wow. you get the images, you're like, is that me? <laughs> you're like me? Like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's it. So without further ado, yo, Jason, thank you so much for being with us, man. Come on, introduce yourself, man. Hey, Rob, thanks for having me. Listen, I'm glad to be a part of this podcast. I think you're doing it at the right time. And I'm just elated that you allowed me to be on. Uh, I saw Cam's work, and Cam's work is phenomenal as well. Uh, so I'm just great to be a part of this whole crew right here. So let's let's rock it out. Let's rock it out. Let's rock it out. So, yo, for everyone, uh, this is going to be an open forum discussion about creativity, owning your creativity. And, yo, before we get started, I'd like to ask a, one question. And I want to ask you guys, what does it mean to be a man? What does it mean to be a man for you? What 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 uh, does it? Yeah. What does it mean to be a man? Um, uh, let's see, Jason, if you want to take a stab at that first. Uh, what does it mean to be a man? I mean, I think when I think of man, I just think of creator. I think of leader. Um, I think of a person who is meant to come out and do what we need to do. And I, I go to leadership. As soon as I think of man, I think of leadership. Um, you know, if we were to talk about anything that you look at right now, and I believe that women definitely um, are doing their thing because they're killing it right now, but if you look at leadership from presidents to initial pastors, they were all led by men. And of course, if you want to go to biblical times, a lot of stuff was ran by men as well. So when I think of man, I think of leadership. Um, but also I think of responsibility. So not just being in a leader, but being responsible. And I think that's where a lot of the women have been picking up the slack of being responsible. But when I think of man, I think of leadership, I think of responsibility. So. Cam, what 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 does it mean to be a man for you? Um, I, I kind of piggyback off of Jason a little bit. I I definitely first think of creator, um, and I definitely think of leadership. Um, I also think um, when I think about what it means to be a man, uh, awareness comes to my mind, um, mm-hmm. and consciousness. You know. A man that is aware is a man that is conscious and he is, um, you know, prevalent in any situation or any um, outcome or predicament that he may find himself in. Um, And even if it's something that he did not expect to open his mind up to what needs to be, you know, his solution or something to get him to the next point or uh, to get him through a journey that he, you know, can't navigate on his own. He has to be aware of what he's not aware of. And so um, I know for me personally, one of the 
things that I've been working on as a man in this time, especially with what we have going on right now, you know, COVID-19, um, just being aware that things are a lot more than what they are. And, um, you know, your perception has to become greater at some times uh, to survive and to thrive in different areas. So, yeah, um, definitely creation, responsibility, like Jason said, but awareness um, of your surroundings That's and consciousness. Tough. Good stuff. You know what's so crazy? One of the things that both of you guys said what that I've never thought of about um, the definition of, of a man is creator, right? Mm-hmm. Creator. When we look at creative, when, when we look at, and you know, this is not necessarily a Christian platform, but when you look at God or other God, whatever that looks like for whoever's listening, is that when you think about God, it automatically relates to creativity, And that's where it starts. He is the creator. And I think sometimes and I think that we look most like God when we are in our creative elements, when we are creating things that have not existed, where we're pulling one thing from out of one dimension and bringing it into another. And we are the translator between what we see and what others are able to see. And we are the interpreter. We're the bridge between the two worlds. And I am excited because you guys both are killing it. Thank you guys. Jeremiah said that's good. Y'all are killing it. Listen, I'm not taking up an offering today, but (laughs) um, you can definitely uh, donate to the podcast. So I'm interested to know, yo, what inspires you, Jason? What, what what inspires you? I'm inspired by life. Um, I'm I'm inspired by people. I, the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing is because I love people. I love working with people. I'm inspired to work with people. That's why I don't shoot products. That's why I don't shoot. I, just, I shoot things that relate to people and that where I can have a connection. Um, I'm inspired by when I sit at Starbucks. Well, I can't do none of that stuff right now. But when I sit at Starbucks, I love the people watch. Um, if I'm in a restaurant, I love the people watch. I love to understand the psychology of people. I love to understand why they do what they do. And it inspires me to go into the studio and create. So, yeah, I'm inspired by people, just how they dress, how they act, what they talk about, where they grew up at. I love, I'm inspired by people. I love people. Man, so Cam, is that kind of, what, what, what inspires you? Because I look at your work and I'm like, where does he get these ideas from? Where? <laughs> yeah, man, um, it's similar to Jason. Um, people, life, um, you know, I, I tell some of my friends who, um, you know, some of my graphic buddies, I don't typically just go on Google and look at stuff. I'm, I stay on Pinterest. Um, um, but I am definitely inspired by, um, media like ABC and Fox and, um, you know, the Grammys, uh, when it comes to award shows and different things like that. And, their branding schemes and how they put things together. Um, I'm inspired by uh, sports. Like when you go on Pinterest, man, and you look at some of those sports graphics, it'll blow your mind. The things that they create, like these, these outer worldly experiences. Um, and I'm, you know, I live and breathe design. So I could be like, like Jason mentioned Starbucks. I could be walking past Starbucks and just the way that they put a letter 
with like a leaf or something on a cup. Like, I'm just like, yo, what made them come up with that? And I'm thinking in the back of my mind, how can I relate to relate that to somebody's brand or someone's graphic or flyer or whatever the case may be? Um, because I want to bring that supernatural element to somebody who's never experienced that or who's never stepped into that. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm inspired by. So I know tonight that we uh, we have a lot of people, a lot of different type of creative people listening. We got sing, we have singers, we have dancers, we have all of all of these different types of people who are listening. And my question is to you all: um, What are some of the challenges that you've had to face to be able not to only embrace your what is or I'll ask it like this: What has the process been to embrace fully embracing your creative side? I think the process for me, I mean, it was just literally not caring about what other people think and thought. Um, and initially when I started, I started with some other started. I actually, I started off in graphic design and I was doing graphic design. And when I started in Chicago, uh, amongst church individuals, four by six pluggers, was not one of the main things that we did. Now, this time, I'm, I don't even to tell my age. I'm not going to go back how long ago this was. <laughs> we started doing flyers and pluggers. Um, there weren't many people doing that uh, right. in Chicago. Cause, and I, cause I got the idea off going to a club. The club mm-hmm. had flyers mm-hmm. with a great picture and then great information. Mm-hmm. So I was, at this time, I was working with a group in Chicago that was a choir. And I went to the leader and said, look, this is what we need to do so we can get the word out about what we were doing. And that's where we started with the flyers. Uh, at first, they used to call them palm cards, so they used to be smaller. Mm-hmm. We started creating the four by six is where I started at the club. Then we started doing that. So, and, I, and I can't tell you how many years that go back, but I don't want to tell you myself, but a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Man, so what, what what does that journey look like for you? Um, Bro, you got to die to yourself, man. Um, you have to die to self and you have to, again, allow your consciousness, going back to consciousness, you know, be awakened. Um, for me, it definitely was a long process because um, I thought, you know, I knew how to do things a certain way and then things just flipped on me. Like, and, and one thing you got to know about the creative world, things are always changing. Like, Technology is changing. How people see things are changing. You know the way people look at stuff. They're changing. Like, and it's like now you only have a few moments to capture someone's attention, especially on social media. And so, what are you going to bring to the table that's going to make someone stop scrolling? Because that's what we do now. We scroll. Like that's just our life. But when you can do something that makes someone stop and you know, look at your stuff. It's like, okay. So I had to die to, to, to Cameron. Um, and I had to see, you know, I had to see how God saw me. Um, and I always put it like this. Um, if I was ever in a classroom with people and, you know, I sat them down and I would say, I want everybody to tell me, you know, how, how awesome God is, or if they are a believer, if they are a believer, how awesome God is. And I want you to tell me like in full detail what that means to you, right? But then to take a graphic or 
you know, in Jason's case, a picture. Um, that's not anything like that. Like, just complete mediocrity and to put it up and just to say, now I want you to look at this and I want you to tell me does everything that you say reflect what you're looking at in front of you, you know, and that's the way I look at it. And so I had to die to what I thought I wanted people to see. And I had to open my mind to how God really wanted to, you know, display things. And man, that opened my world. You know, I literally would sit in front of my computer and be like, okay, you're going to have to help me because I don't know what to do. And that's when the ideas literally just start flowing um, and stuff happened, man. Wow, that's dope. So what I hear oftentimes is that um, creatives are, uh, or people who are creative oftentimes are underpaid, are underpaid, are undervalued, but appreciated. I think I heard my boy, um, John, put on Facebook the other day, he talked about how everyone during hard times are thriving and are thriving off of the art that creators produce. But oftentimes the people that produce the art are starving themselves. So how do you move from doing something that you're passionate about and monetizing it so that you can eat too? So, uh, I mean, you want to take that first time? Okay. No, I'm going to let you go Come ahead, on. brother. Okay. I mean, you know, uh, how do you move? To, really, how do you move to it? It's really not even a move. It's just a jump in. And it's jumping and saying, this is this is the price right now. Really, that's really what it is. This is, I'm offering you value. It's an exchange that we started from years ago where it was a barter system. I give you this, you give you that. I give you graphics, you give me that. Um, so, really, I just my, put a price to my value um, or put a price to the services I was offering. So how do you do it? You put a price to it. Like sometimes we make it more harder than what it really is. You put a price to it and you see if the people buy it. If the people don't buy it. Right. So put a price to whatever you're doing and put it out to the world. Like you never know until you cast your net into the sea if you're going to get any fish or not. So put a price to it. That's, that's the first way to jump out there and do it. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, it's just simply putting your price out there and just sticking to it. Um, it's funny that we mentioned that because it was actually um, a clip of you, Jason, that I saw that inspired me um, when you were at a conference and you were basically asking, you know, how can I make more money and how can I really, you know, get the clientele that I want? And the man was just simple. Simple. He was just like, make your price, and you said it, and understand that you have a right to say no. Um, and uh, the young lady who created Sprinkle of Jesus, like she inspired me too. She said the exact same thing: set your price, and then just stay there. Because a lot of times, what happens is, it's not that we're not good enough. The person that's creative is not confident in what they know how to produce when that's what you do every day. You know what I'm saying? And you could probably not know how to do something, but if you if you convince yourself that if this is my price and this is what I'm valued at and you sound confident, the person may not even know you, but they're going to be confident in what you do anyway because that's just what you said it as. Um, and there have been times where, I've gone into something blindly, but because I was confident in my ability, I executed well and the, the client was happy, you know, and it produced more fruit after that. So I think you just got to understand your worth, man, and know that 
whether you're a photographer, a graphic artist, a musician, a beautician, a barber, know what you do that makes you stand out because you're dope and then make that price and then just stick with it. Now, I'm, now you guys said something that's that that's I think is instrumental um, is that you have to know your worth. Now, from what I understand, one of the biggest hurdles for creative people is knowing their own personal worth. Some of you have some of the most talented people who can sing, who can play, who can who can design, who can put stuff together. But oftentimes um, they compare themselves to everybody else, which and, and they're always, oh, I got to perfect my craft. I got to perfect it. I got to perfect it. I got to perfect it. So where do you draw the line? Like what, well, number one, what do you, what would either of you say to someone who you know is amazing, but they don't know that they're amazing? What do you say to someone who's amazing and they don't know they're amazing? Well, I really, it, it really starts off with saying, hey, what are you going to do with this talent that you have? How are you going to express the gift that God has given you? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do to put it out there? And then we're going to talk about once you decide your gift and how you're going to put it out there, let's talk about the reasons why you're doing it. So, of course, the reasons why is to express the passion that you have. But also, the reasons may be to provide a home for yourself, home for your family. Um, it may be to provide opportunities for others. It might be because you want to give back to charity. Like, I think um, most in ourselves. If we can find a way to make the wide bigger than ourselves, then adding additional pricing or raising the prices won't be a problem. Um, do, f- going that extra length won't be a problem. Um, so I think if you can say, hey, this is what you're, you're really good at this. Let's get it out there. Let's talk about it, why you're not getting out there. And then once we discover why they're not doing it or if they decide to do it, and then let's add, let's go back and get the reasons of why it's great to do it. I want Let me come back around and start looking at this. There's a lot of people there's a lot of people here that um, are super talented but I realized some of them were talented but they did not want to be in the forefront so sometimes some people mm-hmm. are creative but they don't want to be out there mm-hmm. and there's multiple reasons why they don't be out don't want to be out there and after speaking with multiple creatives with some people I, I understood it and I understood why they may not want to have videos with their face out there why they want to be why they just rather be in the background I talked to people so um, I think it's really good. It's good to get an understanding of what do they want to do because they may be good at it and maybe super talented, but they don't want to be out in the forefront. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with that too. I think also, you know, um, with with understanding your why, you need to spend time, you know, with your gift. You know, I, I think a lot of people do stuff. But they don't really nurture. Wow, that's the deep. Time that's that that's that, that that's, like, that's good. You know, when you're when you're in the garden with the Holy Spirit, like you're just flowing, and it's just what it is. You know, I'm here, you're here, boom. Um, if you don't know what your gift can do outside of work, then how can you value it? Um, and that's just my thing, like. What are you doing when you're not making money? You know what I'm saying? What are you doing when someone hasn't reached out to you for a project or for a photo shoot or for a style? You know, um, spending time 
nurturing your own gift and you seeing what it can do for you, you know, um, and, and allowing it to just flourish in front of you. Um, because a lot of times what happens, and I, and I can speak on this personally, like you play the comparison game a lot when you don't nurture your own gift. You know that you're good, mm. but you look at so many other people that do the same thing you do, and it's like, well, dang, like, they make their pictures look really glossy, and mine just look, you know, jittery and flat. But, like, but you know what I'm saying? But you, but you don't know that if you were to just look at your own gift and just spend time with it and say, oh, if I just take this tool right here, that'll solve that problem, and now my photos are just like that. It may not even better, you know? Um, so I think pulling yourself out of that comparison game and spending time outside of when you're working to just practice your gift, practice what you're good at, and now, spend time with yourself in it, like, and you'll discover it. Now, I have to ask you guys, because you said something that I think is profound. Um, you have to nurture your gift. I've never heard it in that in that 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 I've never heard it phrased in that way. And I like to ask Jason, how have you nurtured your gift? Because when we see when we see a photo, right? And Jason just doesn't. I don't want to just limit to photos because Jason produces art with cameras, and does. I'm sure he can do other things as well. I heard through the grapevine he's a musician, low key as well. But uh, you see his fingers and how he moves, you know. <laughs> so I'm interested to know, man. Um, how have you nurtured your gift? Because there is not, it doesn't matter where we are. It doesn't matter what region of the country and sometimes around the world where I am. People look at my photos that I have that I use professionally and they say, yo, Jason did that, didn't he? And I'm like, he sure did. He sure did. (laughs) And when I see flyers or when I see photos and even billboards and stuff online, I'm like, hmm, Jason did that. So how have you, what, what did, what does um, you nurturing your gift look like, Jason? Well, um, before I, re- uh, I'll say earlier in my career, um, I met this older gentleman and I was telling, asking like, I need some advice on really how to get better, how to do this and how to do that. And do-. he's like, some of this stuff is, only going to come with experience. He said, when, when you're getting paid, you shoot. When you're not getting paid, you shoot. When you have nothing else to do, you shoot. When you're, when you're bored, you shoot. So in my earlier, earlier years, I shot all the time, day in, day and night, calling friends. That's why it was a whole bunch of free photo shoots in my earlier career. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm over here. <laughs> I was like, hey, hey, what you doing? Can you come back here? I got an idea. Can you come back here? I got an idea. Can you come back here? I got an idea. And I, I shot day in, day out, went to bed late, shooting, woke up early in the morning, shooting. I talking about the 10,000 hours, I definitely put in the 10,000 hours. Um, and now I understand. So like I was telling, I was actually talking to my intern last week. I said, I know it's a downtime, downtime, a downtime right now. Well, right now you need to be shooting as much as possible, trying everything. Try, try an event photography, try, try products, try everything right now. You should be shooting, shooting, shooting. You shouldn't even have a moment of downtime right now. That's what you should be doing right now. You should be building your portfolio. So bottom line is work, work. 
the one thing that stuck with me, and I, I think even to this day, all my career, I'll never forget this. And I know we not making this a church thing because I'm, you know. So, but it was occupied till I come. I was Luke nineteen thirteen. That's the one thing that I run my business by. Mm. I run my life by it. Occupy until I come. She, and then you said, what does occupy mean? So occupy doesn't mean like occupy the time and just sit there. Occupy means to work. That's why it's called occupation. Mm-hmm. You should be working and working and working until your deliverance, to your breakthrough, to your money, to your financial situation change, to everything change. You should be working, working in step with God, working in step with your passion, working in step with the vision that you had until your breakthrough comes because it always will come. But you can't just sit around. You know, what works without faith or what faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. So you have to constantly be working. So occupy time comes. So bottom line is work, 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 build your craft, perfect your craft, and work on it. Uh, oh, he said occupy. He said occupy. Occupy. That's occupy. Occupy. That's just it. I don't have nothing to say. Like, because it's so true. It's so true. Oh, he got the man. <laughs> Where did that come from? Oh, my God. Like, for real, though, like, that's, that's the truth. I, and I can't really, I can't add anything to that but to say occupy because that's, that's, that's really it. Again, when you're not getting paid, when you don't have a commission that has come through, that's the perfect time in your downtime to again nurture your gift and spend time working on it. Like a lot of my friends, you know, um, and some of my graphic design colleagues ask me how I get, you know, pictures to look a certain way that I use in, in graphics, you know, this soft, still look. Well, I didn't do that just by chance. I was practicing with photos that I had saved from other, you know, projects and just practicing lighting in Photoshop, in Lightroom. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I took that time and when I felt like I did, I was watching YouTube videos, you know, I um, I wanted to learn how to make better book covers, you know, book covers that look like New York Times bestsellers. I went on YouTube and found this graphic design artist who was known for creating number one bestsellers in all genres and he said some very valuable things like not being so caught up in the emotional aspect of creating a book, but thinking about it from a marketing perspective, what's going to capture, capture someone's eye when they walk down the aisle? How, how are they going to look at it if it was just by the spine? The I Am Man podcast is produced by men for men. We are here to support men through their individual journeys to authentic and holistic manhood. We believe men play an essential role in securing the future of generations and deserve to be seen and heard. Our podcast is a safe space where men from all walks of life can come and process through life's challenges to become the best versions of themselves.